Debo Samuel to the edge. Steps through a tackle. Now cuts it back. Debo Samuel to oh. traffic for the touchdown. Ernest Jones had a shot. Darion Kendrick had a shot. But it's Debo Samuel who ends up with six. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. A lot of people were saying this, it's not just me. Debo lost weight this past offseason and like came to camp like ripped and like in much better shape than he was in last year. Like Debo Samuel last season doesn't score that touchdown that he scored in the fourth quarter yesterday. This Debo Samuel though, like absolutely, absolutely ridiculous as the Niners beat yeah. the Rams 30-23, to although... Another shout out to our king, Sean McVay. Literally, wow. like, like, I mean, what do you say? Like, like you're kind of, you're kind of supposed to do that, but at the same time, like, you know, it's the last play of the game. Like, why wouldn't you try and score a touchdown? Right. Like, why would you just throw well, the ball well, into the end zone? To be fair, if there was like thirty seconds left, there we've had dozens of games in the last few years where the coach kicks there. Like get the point, like get like get to a play that ties the game. That's like the idea. Like get to Absolutely. a play, and so it's like right. But the the fact that like he, it was definitely the last play of the game. <laughs> like it was so just like in that moment, you actually can't win. So why not try to score a touchdown? <laughs> why not do that? <laughs> like I, I'm being serious. What do you think the percent chances that McVeigh knew the point spread of the game and said well, he definitely did know it. To be fair, they they all know the spreads. Are you serious? Like, of course they know. So, okay. So he knows the spread. What is the percent chance that he's like, we lose no matter what. Like we actually, like we cannot, we cannot win the game. It's impossible. Let's cover the spread for the people that bet on us. Is there any chance that that entered his mind? Yeah, of course. What a legend. Well, there's, I mean, there's for people who are like, for people who are like, no way. By the way, for people who are like, no way. You know that like every single coach and and player like knows what the spread is in the game, right? Like it does every like people can stop being under the illusion that that's not the case. Like it's everywhere all week. Of co- of course, how many coaches give press conferences where they're like, oh, I so saw we're a four touchdown underdog this week, and it's like motivation for their team. Uh, I I mean like I don't think there was anything nefarious. I think he was one hundred percent to lose, and in like a coin flip situation where you're a hundred percent to lose. There's one play left no matter what. You need two you need and three you're down plays two to win. Yeah. Yeah. You need three plays to win and you there's one play left in the game. You can't win. Like so you you have a, a a really like artificial decision that doesn't affect who wins the game or not. Yeah, you want to kick? Maybe you know what the number is. You want to kick? Sure. And there for people who are like no way, there are hundreds of stories in college football of prominent head coaches, Hall of Fame legendary head coaches who intentionally covered numbers for boosters all the time and it's proven and it's on the record and they talk about it. <laughs> so like, just to, just to be like this innocent, like not like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like kind of who cares? Like if he wants to do that, that's part of the, I, it's part of the handicap of the game. Hey, it's 10 with five seconds left. I got the guy who's going to kick. I don't know. I do. You know what I know? Sean McVay's a legend and well, a hero because I, I needed that cover. Yes, I needed it. I the Niners in one tease. The tease was safe no matter what. <laughs> absolutely <laughs> needed it. So thank you to Sean yeah. McVay for that as the Rams cover against the San Francisco 49ers. But the Niners win the game and improve to 2-0. and And on Thursday night, the San Francisco 49ers will host 
my New York football giants, who are likely, and it's not been confirmed yet, but likely to be without running back Saquon Barkley. I think we're still awaiting the results of that MRI. Like, maybe it's a low ankle sprain, maybe it's a high ankle sprain. I mean, if they were playing on Sunday, maybe you could make the case he might be able to play, but he, yeah, he ain't not, playing. He ain't he playing in this Thursday night game. So let's get to it now. We'll start with the Niners and Giants. All the games on the board, week three in the National Football League. Pen, pencil, blood, or blank. When an entire slate of games awaits, there's only one thing to do. Get out your pens. Get out your pencils. Get out your b- blood? Does this really say blood? And get out your blank. No, seriously, blank is an option. And it's not a bleeped out curse word. And so is blood, apparently. Blood is a thing? It's pen, pencil, blood, or blank on You Better You Bet. Here's Nick and Ken. All right, so we begin our week three NFL P-squared, B-squared sojourn, Ken, in the Bay Area in San Francisco, home of uh, what I believe to be at this point. I I think this is the best team in football. I think the the Niners are the best team in the league, and we can talk about like certainly possible. Certainly possible. There's, there's. I mean, there's how many other how many other teams are even in that discussion? Like four. Kansas City, Dallas, Dallas. Like, if you're going to use San Francisco because of the first two games, then you got to use Dallas for the first two games. Like, if that's why you're making the decision. And that's kind of like what the Chiefs will become now that Kelsey and Chris Jones are back. So, I think that's fair. So, we will go to the point spread now on Thursday night. Again, it is Niners and Giants. Uh, My favorite rivalry as a kid, as a Giants fan, was always when we played the 49ers. Absolutely loved it. Uh, The point spread. The Niners are a 10.5 point home favorite. The total in the game is 45. Again, Niners minus 10.5 total 45 giants off the huge second half comeback in arizona they're going to stay on the west coast so the giants are not coming back east to go back out west they're staying west this was the plan all along was that this was going to happen um which maybe mitigates some of the like home field advantage or like lack of travel for the giants at least um can thoughts on this game do you have a do you like anything with the side like anything with the total i projected point spread um i i think i think i'm gonna end up making a bet in this game i haven't yet what do you have for us okay. here on the Niners and Giants? Uh, well, I'll just start by saying I, I don't think I'm that interested in betting this game. And uh, there are lots of games this week that I'm interested in betting. I don't have this one as like, it doesn't strike me as some great betting opportunity. Um, even if you, you know, spin the first two games for the teams every which way you possibly can, like this number was always, I think, going to be about this. Uh, I don't think it was ever going to be that much different. And I think it's sort of like appropriate with how the Niners have played so far, how they're generally rated in home games now, that this needs to be a really big number. The fact that it's a short week. Uh, so like I I keep a set of ratings that's like works just based on how the closing point spreads were for all the teams. And it's kind of like a weighted average, like a moving average for people that care. And it basically just gives you an idea that like it, it what it does is it identifies situations where the rating on a team seems to have like drifted a little bit uh, and usually for good reason. So a uh, spoiler alert, Houston's rating is drifting and it's not up. <laughs> like it's, drift, it's drifting down because they're terrible. That's why it's drifting down. Um, so like you can identify a couple situations where maybe maybe that's happening. Washington's rating is getting a little better, I think, with this week's point spread. Uh, and for good reason, they're 2-0 and and they're probably a little better than the market thought originally. This one, like I, I got 10 and it opened 10. And it went to 10 and a half, I think, because as as is customary early in the week, people like to bet point spreads where they think there's going to be injury news that really favors one team over another. And I think the expectation is Saquon's not going to play in the game. And that made people want to bet 10. And it went to 10 and a half. And I like, literally think that's the only thing that's happening here. And I don't think any of that's weird. And I don't think any of that's crazy. I th- the only 
kind of like late week conversation is more like how do you see the game playing out like what do you think and it kind of depends on what parts of that giants cardinals game you think are translatable to this game like is anything they're doing in the second half did they find something that'll be written about a lot with this week i'm sure in the second half of the game the rapport with daniel jones and jalen hyatt maybe would be like one of those things that they found okay like that's possible um but i i don't i think the niners are always awesome and i think the giants are kind of appropriately rated here in this kind of weird schedule situation so i don't see anything crazy uh 10 and a half instead of 10 maybe that's like a small lean to the giants now that it's moved up like that but i i don't this is not a game that i'm like very excited to bet on yeah i i think we have an identical feeling about this game uh i came in at san francisco minus 10 and my 10 like factored in because i did it last night and i'm like saquon's not gonna play right. in the game probably not gonna play and that got me to 10 so i'm at san francisco 10 uh, so I guess like for me, like small lean to the Giants also, and I referenced kind of before I, before I set you up, Ken, like I think I'm going to have a bet on this game. It would be on the Giants catching like more than 10 points or 10 and a half would be a buy point for me on the Giants. Uh, haven't made the bet yet. I want to think more about it. I think the thing that I feel most confident in in this game, how are the Niners not scoring a lot of points in this game? Oh, I totally like, how agree. Is yeah. it? Is it just like is it just like San Francisco team total over and don't even worry about the Giants offense part of this? Like Niners offense of versus yeah. I think the only thing that concerns you is like what if what if what if this is the the Niners defense is not as good as the Cowboys defense, but what if this is like Giants versus elite competition and that's what it's gonna be? Sure. I think it's worth noting, uh, if you go back to the, I say <clears throat> excuse me, I trip myself up there. You go back to the start of the Dable era, and I say I was going to be like, start of the Dable era is like literally last season. You go back to last season through this year, and you look at games in which the Giants played a certain tier of competition, and this was the the story of their playoff run last year, was they literally beat all of the teams that they were, they beat all of them, and they couldn't beat Philly, like when Philly was full strength, and they couldn't beat Dallas, even when Dallas wasn't full strength, they couldn't beat Dallas. And then they play Philly, obviously, and they play a team that they can beat Minnesota in a playoff game win, play a team that is much better than them, Philly in the second round, no shot. And so there maybe is a sense that like, the way to play the Giants is, like they're gonna win the games in which the talent disadvantage is non-existent or in which the talent gap is close because I and I know we kind of like can all right 60 to nothing to start the year maybe the coaching isn't great I still think I still think Dable's awesome I think the coaching is really good it's just like they got off to a really bad start what do you want me to say and then they also came back to win which like very few one teams and ever one. do in that situation like they're also one yeah. and one and I think we can also agree like yeah they made the playoffs last year but they were still they're still not as talented as maybe half the teams in the league like they're and just they know they're kind of in too, that middle ground right and they know so that. It's, the giants I, know that right so I, I think the problem so like just raw number you would look i would look at 10 and a half kind of the way you're looking at it right which is yeah 10 great 10 and a half like mm, i at least got to think about it okay like no saquon i understand that's what's like kind of creating the line my concern would be like what what is the mountain of evidence and there isn't any it's a rhetorical question that like the giants like really hang in games like this like what is the evidence and you have another data point this year and it's the worst one you could possibly imagine like yep. what's what's making you think that like no no they're going to be really sticky in games like this and that's just kind of not what this is so i think there will be spots to back the giants probably this season you almost need the market to be way down on them again like that was the key to last year small dog against teams that were just as good as them and the coaching allowed them to keep the game close the problem with yesterday's game like i laid it once it got to four because i was worried about the same thing in that game as with the other games like giants laying points Ooh man like that's pretty tough so i, I 
I don't think I'm going to have action on this game. I understand why people like San Francisco at 10, and they might just be right. I would be really surprised if the Giants won this game. Like, really, really, really. And I don't, I think the Giants are actually okay. I, I, I just like, I think the Patriots are okay, and they're 0 2. But I would be really surprised if the Giants won this game. I'll, I'll take it a step further. No chance. No chance? How? Can't be None. no chance. It's an NFL None. game. Yeah. Zero. No, NFL game. There's always some chance. Even like week like, 17, there's some chance. Like, like Hugh Vince McMahon. No chance. Da, 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 da. No chance in hell. You've got. It's actually so bad, it's good. Yeah, I, I think Come I think on, right come on. It is, it's come and get bad. it. Starts with being bad. <laughs> it's so bad, uh, it's good. That also means the first part that it's bad. Tell, t- tell me how the Niners are naming their score in this game if they play like 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 pedal to the metal the entire game. The Giants have no pass rush. The I mean, I, uh, they're they're scoring thirty. Like the first digit in San Francisco's points is a three. Cardinals move the ball all over the place in the game, and even yeah. in that even in that twenty to seven drive where the Giants like had momentum, desperately needed to stop. Nah, still moving the ball all over the place. Still missed tackles. Still wide open. Kind of gash plays. Whew. Yeah, it's just it's uh it's tough to imagine the San Francisco offense not having a lot of success. You know, it I guess like the the argument here is similar to the Rams game with a very large number, which is just like Shanahan at a big number against a you know, a pretty well coached team. Like maybe this can stay close. I just again I just you know, I I feel like I'm talking in circles here. I I don't view this game as like a great betting opportunity. Like I, I think I think this is like pretty close to to how I'd have it, and I, I don't think there's a lot of wiggle room here. So for me, it's maybe San Francisco team total over. Maybe I'll place a small bet on the Giants, like to root, just to have action on the game coming up on Thursday night. But I think we're you, we're, we're feeling the same. You think year. they're the best team? You think the Niners are the best team? You think they're going to be the I best do. team at the end of the year? I think that I think that so, I, and I think the Rams are good. I actually think the Rams are good, and I think it's a compliment to the Rams the playoffs, that they were able to have. But they're going to be like in the mix. They'll be like in the mix. I don't know if they're going to make it, but they'll be they'll so, be around. Depends if Cup comes back, they'll obviously have a much better chance. So maybe maybe Purdy is going to have like Garoppolo syndrome, which is he's hyper efficient. <laughs> what, a, what, a, what a diagnosis! Well, I mean, I mean, I mean, I'd like to have Garoppolo yeah. syndrome if it meant I look like Jimmy Garoppolo, yeah. which is that you're hyper efficient, but on these really like high leverage throws, like Garoppolo in the Super Bowl against Kansas City. Or the couple of throws that Purdy had yesterday that he absolutely airmailed. Like, San Francisco would have scored 40-plus points in the game. Like, I bet the Rams, and I'm happy that I covered. The Rams didn't have a lot of business covering the game, if I'm being totally honest. Like, like Purdy missed a couple, like, easy deep shots that he just overthrew. Um, and maybe that's going to be San Francisco's bugaboo, is that in the big moments, Purdy doesn't have, like, the Mahomes touch the Burrow touch when Burrow is healthy, etc., right? And maybe he's just, like, a really good quarterback. And maybe he's not a great quarterback. And maybe that's going to be what holds them back. But if Purdy ever can make those throws with consistency, this team's winning the Super Bowl. Like, they're the best team, in my estimation. That and adding Hargrave to the defensive line and, like, Bosa's finally starting to play the normal number of... I mean, that that combination is just insane. I mean, the best. That's the best. That's the best combination. Um, I, I kind of agree with you, except that, like, in the NFC... And, like, look, it's really early, but this is a really fun thing to talk about. Does he have to be awesome for them to at least get to the Super Bowl? I don't I don't know if that has to be true. I think he has to be awesome for them to win. I agree 100%. On the other side, we will turn our attention to Sunday. Let's talk a little Lions-Falcons, a little Dolphins-Broncos, a little Chargers-Vikings. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. <laughs> on the BetQL Network. <laughs> 